0: saw the switch he would hit and tried to fend for his head, and then the lights went out. Simultaneously, Sheriff and Brakey appeared at the top to stare down. The sight below was not pleasant, and the Sheriff gulped. I didn't mean to hit him. Hell, he had it coming, said the Brakey. I got my orders. He was probably one of that gang of sneak thieves. Yes, but, but maybe he wasn't, too. The old man in the car had stopped his shaking machine. He reached hastily into the back seat and brought out a black bag. And then, white hair streaming out from under his black slouch hat, he ran swiftly to the tramp. He gave one glance at the two on top of the car and the sheriff became red of face and nervously started to climb down. The old man pulled Doe Face away from the train and lifted his head for an inspection of the skull. The mass was as soft as a swamp. The Sheriff got down in confusion. hell Dr. Pellman, I didn't mean to hit him. I was just first time you ever hit anything in your life, said Pellman, take his feet and put him in my car, Joe. The sheriff was like a schoolboy caught with an ink bottle and a girl's braid. He gingerly picked up the tramp's feet, and together he and Dr. Pellman succeeded in placing the man in the model T. Get in and hold him from bumping, ordered Pellman. Joe Bankhead cared more about the doctor's goodwill than he did about the bloody mess. He obeyed. Pellman started the Model T and swung it around. He pulled the hand throttle all the way down. The rickety old car went galloping through Centerville to pull to a shivering halt before the doctor's office. The store loafers got up and peered, interestedly. an accident? They asked. Joe turned red when he caught the doctor's eye and then got very busy unloading the tram. Together, they packed him in and laid him on the doctor's chipped enamel operating table. Miss Finch, the nurse, looked wonderingly at Pelman. But he hasn't got any skull left, Doctor. Pelman was already shedding his coat and rolling up his sleeves. He jerked his shaggy white head toward the door. Get out, Joe. I won't have any time to hold your hand. Joe shuffled out and closed the door behind him. Inside, he heard Pelman saying, Get that silver ice container Doris gave me for Christmas. I knew I could find some use for it. Puzzled and downtrodden, Joe went back to the crowd on the walk. What, what happened? happened? They demanded. Joe looked more uncomfortable than ever. I, I couldn't help it. I got a wire to watch out for a gang that escaped from Cincinnati on a freight, and I thought maybe this guy was one of them. But he was all alone, and I guess he wasn't. I didn't mean to hit him. He was almost